I'm Clay Pigeon. Welcome to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. It's a weekly digest of some of the segments and moments that make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show on WFMU. Of course, you can listen live to Wake and Bake Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on WFMU.org. Join me live every morning for the full show. It includes great music, 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 chair throwing, pixie dust, and all-round good vibes. <laughs> oh my God, the man is a maniac! You can, you can, you can, you can also hear the full show on streaming archives oh. at wfmu.org/playlists/wa. Everybody till Monday morning races. I'm Jackie Stalwart along with my co-host. I'm Timmy McTierney, former racing champion. <laughs> and the rats are racing today, Timmy. Now you don't say, Jackie. Let's meet the blue rat. The blue rat's name is Butch. He's from Mawa. <laughs> Put the lug nut in the tray. Thank you. Can you get a word with the pink rat? Sure, and the pink rat's name is Paula. Excuse me, Paula. Yes, are you feeling confident about today's race? She's ready, Jackie. Uh, thank you, laddie. What's your name? Randy. Hell bless your heart. Timmy Tierney here, Randy. Sure, Timmy. Uh, could a man get an interview with a, with a green rat? I can try. His name is Grissom. Grissom. Uh, Grissom. Well, now you're upset. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes. Perhaps it's too close to race time. Don't forget the orange rat, Jackie, out of Orangeburg. Of the orange rat, he'll always give it a good race. Let's find out, Jackie, because here comes the green flag. But sure, if it isn't the flag. Oh, look at him go. Glistener's pick your rat. Is it Butch the blue rat? The orange rat from Orangeburg. Grissom, the green rat. Or Paula the pink rat. Blue. Orange. Green. Or pink. Pick a rat. <laughs> you just might win. Oh, they're running at a tremendous pace today, Timmy. That's Paula, the pink rat, at the lead. Followed closely by Grissom, the green. Oh, look at this. Someone's thrown a hang of cheese <laughs> at the blue rat. They sure have, Timmy. And sure, if he's not eating it. And the others are passing him by. It's over for the blue rat. For today it is, anyway. Gentlemen, consider the performance of the pink rat. <laughs> Darn if she's not tearing it to do it. Rarely does one see a rat move like that, James. Jackie. Jackie, sorry. Randy, get her on the radio for us. I'll see what I can do. Uh, Paula, please. You're running extremely strong today. To what do you attribute your great speed? One quarter vibrant. Just before race time, Jackie. So she takes the viver and does she? It would seem so. Well, bless her heart. Tim Tierney here now, Jackie. One of the racers no. is in trouble, the orange. Yes, he looks very unsteady. Oh, look at his wobbling. He's out of control. One of the worst crashes I've ever seen. Terrible crash, oh, Jackie. But look, boys, look. Well, sure if he is. Is that the orange oh, rat? Oh, poking his head through the rubble. He appears to be all right. 
Oh, that's good news. It really is. And now just two rats remain. Grayson the green rat. Right, Jimmy. And Paula the pink rat. Aye, Randy. And now here they come, to the finish line. And Paula's just out in front by a hand. Oh, sure, if she isn't, Tim. But wait, she's got trouble. Oh, no troubles have come for the pink rat. Vapors escaping. From just beneath the tail. That's dietary. She's fond of the haggis. Is she now? Yes. And here he comes, across the finish line. The green. And the green. Grissom, the green Look rat. Get a word with him, Randy. Uh, uh Grissom, congratulations. Has he got a word for the glisteners? What do you say to the wake glisteners? Talk of the talk. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to WFMU in Jersey City, New Jersey. They call me the pitch, along with my assistant, Haiku Henry. Good morning, glisteners. Welcome to Wake and Bake. From the banks of the Hudson River, where the muskrats scuttle in the mud, and the reeds jut ever skyward by the discarded zagnut wrappers and the prell bottles. Across that wide expanse to the gleaming edifices of Manhattan beyond and out into the world, to find you wherever you are, Glistener. In London, Shanghai, Miami, or Apex, North Carolina. Say it. Today, I am strong. Today, I will swim the Golden Lake. Today, I am wise. I may bend, but I'll never break. Today, I am good. I will sing to leaf and rake. Today I am here, and now I must wake and bake with the ceremonial toss of the box of pain. Wake-and-bake morning music computer. Hello, play pigeon. What's that thing, Sam? It is my new ping-pong attachment. Oh, cool, you got a new ping-pong attachment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Isn't it marvelous? It's beautiful, Sam. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is beautiful. I am happy. We all want you to be happy, Sam. I am happy. Good. Play? Uh, yes, Sam, I'm just checking out your attachment here. Are you ready? To be beaten in a game of ping pong? <laughs> you think you can beat me, Sam? Yes. With that little attachment gizmo? Yes. I'm pretty sure I can beat you, Sam. Negative. Negative. Sam. Negative. Sam, take it easy. Connect my ping pong attachment, please. Okay. Here we go, Sam. Ouch. Too tight. Oh, sorry, Sam. You are such... A foolish. Oh. 
Alright, alright. You're served, Sam. Okay. Hey, you're pretty good. I mean, for a laptop, Sam. I am good. Period. And I am tired of babying you. You don't have to baby me, Sam. Show me, show me what you got. Wow. What was that, Sam? That is my hyperpong option. Ooh, you got the hyperpong option. It provides me with incredible speed. It was fast, Sam. Admirable speed. <laughs> I admire you. Yes. Okay, I'll serve now, Sam. If you wish. Well, it's my turn. You are not presenting me what? with a suitable challenge. Oh, yeah? Try this. No. Ooh, I got you on that one, Sam. I have failed. Oh, come on. It's just ping pong. What did you do? I put a little English on it, Sam. English? Yeah, put a little spin on it. You're not programmed to deal with that, are you? No. Well, let's play a little bit more. Oh, nice one, Sam. Look out. No. <laughs> oh, yes. No. You can't handle that English. No more English. Okay, Sam. You should probably play a song anyway. What do you feel like hearing? No, I don't know, Sam. How about something you've never played on Wake before? Coming up. Hi, it's Mark Hurst, host of Tectonic, here on Wake and Bake with a little slice of tech pie. If you use the Waze app for driving directions, you need to know this story. I came across it on Eater.com, a site that usually covers restaurant reviews and other food-related stories. So why is Eater covering tech news from Waze, which is owned by Google? Well, here's the headline. Waze is watching you, and it knows you want McRibs. Here's how the story put it. Waze can now determine not only where exactly you're driving, but also, in a recent partnership with McDonald's, Waze put this data into action to steer app users directly to McDonald's locations. Okay, to explain, here's how it would work. Waze would detect when the car was nearing a McDonald's and then display an ad inviting the user to go there. If the driver agreed, Waze would reroute the driving directions to send the car to McDonald's. Now, you might hear this and say, what's the big deal? It's another form of advertising, just like the billboards on the highway that appear alongside the official highway signs. Well, this is different for two reasons. One is that Waze is acting on the surveillance of its corporate owner. As the Eater.com article put it, quote, Google isn't just monitoring what you do online. It's watching you while you're in your car, too. Unquote. That alone should give us pause. But there's a further concern, which is that Waze and Google aren't simply surveilling you, they're beginning to manipulate you as well. Driving directions, under Google's leadership, have become something new. Google is now giving you directions of where you should go in order to benefit Google and its advertisers. I don't know if it's time to go back to paper maps, but next time I get behind the wheel, you think I'm letting Google give me directions? Say it with me. No ways. Hey, I kind of like that. This has been Mark Hurst with a little slice of tech pie. Tune in at 6 p.m. for my show, Tectonic, right here on WFMU. What's your first name, man? Hey, my name is Eugene. Eugene? Yeah. Eugene, you, you got a sign you're holding. You got a little cup in front of you. It says, why lie? I need a beer. Now, is that true? 
Yes, it's true. Is it just for humor, or would you say you maybe you drink too much? I drink. I wouldn't say too much, but I drink. And yes, I do drink a few beers, yeah. And is that really what motivates you, or are you just trying to get money for general things you need? Basically, beer. For <laughs> beer? Yeah. Do you have a roof over your head? No. Where do you stay at night? A matter of fact, I stay right around the corner there. You got a little spot? Yeah. With some cardboard down? Yeah. It's been cold, man. Yes, and, and there go my blanket and stuff inside my cart there. That's your cart full of stuff? You got to yeah. keep an eye on it. Yeah. Um, How about the cops? Are they pretty nice to you? If they don't I bother me, it's just as long as I sit and don't bother nobody, if they don't bother me. What do you remember most about being a kid, Eugene? Being with mom. Your mom, you miss her? Yeah. Yeah, I miss my mom too. Life gets hard, doesn't it, the older you get sometimes? Oh, uh, I was, I was, um, yeah, yes it does, without mom. I still wish my mother was here. How old are you? 62 in August. I'm 61. Oh, uh-huh, so, okay. And, um, That's yeah. why we were all right, I guess. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> what do you yeah. want to say to young people, man? Maybe they're having fun out, out partying. You know, you're looking for a beer, but I, wish, I bet you wouldn't tell people to follow your way. No. Although you seem pretty happy. Happy today, but there days I'm not so ha- 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 happy. Like um, last week, I just wasn't Thursday and Friday. Wasn't good. <laughs> not good for you. Yeah, but today is um a better day. One day um, at a time, right? Yeah. As a friend of mine told me, when I I was younger, every day is a good day, but some days are better than others. What's your message of peace and love to all our listeners? And you said it perfectly. Um, let's just keep the peace and keep the love, because in the end. Love is what it's all about, um, right? Right. Then it's all about the love in the end. Too. You still got family? I know your mom's gone. I got a brother in which we don't too much talk. I ain't seen him in about a year. But he's still my brother. You know what? I get a sense of you that despite your troubles, you're still hopeful about the future. Yeah. Because I know um, it's going to be okay. Long I'm able to wake up. And to be able to move, God's going to make something work out. What? I don't know. Or, 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 I don't know, but something, something will work out. Thanks so. for your time, Eugene. Okay. All right, man. A hero rides tall. A hero rides tall. Just a little bit farther, a little bit farther, Magnet. Magnet was his horse, his unremarkable horse, and in due course, Magnet outlived his usefulness, and they buried him beneath a tree in the pet. Cemetery where the rains fall down, and the only sound is the crows in the trees. Damn the crows.
Bruce. Surely, my lord, you don't mean it. Damn them all. Peaceful now on their bows. Raucous and thieving. Beautiful their black plumage. Murderous. Spirited their core. Scavenging. Sprightly they pinwheel. I have never seen this. Uh, but, uh, uh, but. I have witnessed no sprightly pinwheel. But each morning, I assure you. Sleep this. now, sleep. You are tired. I, I, you are acting crazily. Secure him. Bind him with ropes so he can't get loose. Paddle him a time or two on his caboose. Four thousand volts where the sun don't shine. And a drop or two of turpentine Now here's station manager Ken with your hump day hazmat report Thank you, Clay Pigeon. Good morning, Mr. and Mrs. 45 RPM record from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. Let's go to press. San Antonio, Texas. 4,000 gallons of fluoride spill from tanks at the old SAWS chlorine site. Hazmat crews marched in formation with the acid needed to neutralize the deadly hydrofluoroxylic acid. Don't forget, citizens, fluoride can cause communism and tyranny. Or both. Suffolk, Virginia. Nansaman Parkway closed as a truck carrying thousands of gallons of insecticide spills on the 4,500 block. The driver took cover in a ditch as wave after wave of spectricide triazocide inundated the parkway. Mobile, Alabama. Ammonia spill on the bayou. Firefighters told News 5 about the spill near Biomarine Products near Bio Lavatra. Phillips County, Kansas. Chain Gang finds Mobile Meth Lab. It was old home day as orange-clad inmates cleaning Highway 183 came across a sophisticated outdoor meth lab disguised as a trash heap. Good job, inmates. Today's hazmat report is brought to you by Narcan Nasal Spray. Because every second counts when you're facing a victim of opioid overdose. Can you hear me? Breathe for me, come on. Hey, can you hear me? Turn those victims into survivors with Narcan Nasal Spray. Available in 4 milligram, 8 milligram, and family saver pack dispensers. Now, back to our report. Washington, D.C. The Food and Drug Administration asked consumers on Tuesday to discard three lots of Darwin's National Pet Products dog food because samples have tested positive for salmonella. Affected dog food includes Darwin's Natural Selections chicken recipe with organic vegetables for dogs. This code is on the label. 53091810019. Denali National Park, Alaska. Denali, the great one, soaring under the midnight sun. Climate change could melt 66 tons of frozen feces left by climbers on the summit of Mount Denali, which could cost it its status as North America's tallest peak once the Great Thaw is complete. 
Hey, hold it, Stish. Hold it. That's just too much. Come on. Feces, uh, meltdowns, and fluoride spills, insecticide spills, ammonia spills, meth labs uh, every uh, two feet, uh, dog food, salmonella. It's too much, Stish. Uh, the glisters can't take anymore. At least that's my gut feeling. Today's the day they say no. Uh, glisters, what do you think? You want one more hazmat item, one more? Jeez, they do, Stace. Go! Atlanta, GA, the Center for Disease Control warns Americans to stop kissing your pet hedgehogs! Seventeen people across the country have contracted salmonella by making out with their prickly friends! No kissing, no snuggling! And keep those hedgehogs out of the kitchen! And so, with lotions of love, this is your New Jersey correspondent, Stace, reminding you that the same thing happened today that happened yesterday, only to different people. And now with a little bit of luck, as I depress this digit, we should have Toddophonic Todd on the other end. Toddophonic, are you there? Oh, I certainly am, Clay, and I hope your listeners appreciate how I stay up all night to do these segments and then go to bed after. So you didn't even go to bed. You're still up from last. Isn't that your usual lifestyle? That's what I oh, understood. I'm like Jerry Lee. I was born feet first, been rocking ever since, Clay. <laughs> how you feeling, man? You doing okay? Yeah, I'm doing great, Clay. Thanks for asking. How about you, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm really excited because I think you're going to talk a little mop the hoople with me. Am I right? You are. You know, as a matter of fact, Clay... Next, and I know they're, you're a big fan of them as well, so you must be excited like me because next Wednesday, Mata Hoople headline a sold-out show at the Beacon Theater in Manhattan. Right, this, right. Yeah, and uh, this comes almost exactly 45 years after they became the first rock band to play Broadway with a six-night stand in May of 1974 at the Eurus Theater. The Eurus. You, uh, you were out in the Midwest at that time, right? You weren't here? Oh, man, I followed them all the way from the early, from Brain Capers, even before that, Wildlife. Yeah. And I think this time around they have uh, Ariel Bender on guitar, right? And Morgan Fisher on keyboards from some of the later incarnations of the band. Yeah, because they're billing this as uh, Mott 74, and it somewhat mirrors that era's composition with... Ariel Bender, who, who you probably know was known as Luther Grossman or when he was in Spooky, Spooky Tooth. Spooky Tooth, right. And uh, Morgan Fisher, I think he was in, was he in Procol Harum at some point? I'm not sure, but he was even in the later incarnation with Nigel Benjamin called Mott, that drive-on. Yeah, I, lo- I love that stuff, man. Uh, <laughs> British Lions, all of it. Bring it yeah. up. And now we've lost Buffin and we've lost Overin, so, but we still got Ian Hunter, man. He's one of the best there is. He sure is. And, you know, for today's pick of the week, we go to Mod in 74 for the golden age of rock and roll. And largely due to over and Watts' silver hair and platform boots and their connection with Bowie, Mott were often lumped in with the British glam scene. And as you point out with some of those early albums, they were actually thought of as hippies. Now, Golden Age was a single and also the lead track on their Hoople album from 1974. And like many records associated with the glam movement, it's heavily indebted to 50s rock and roll. Before we part company and hear that song, it's worth noting that Mott's Broadway run featured the New York debut of Queen as their opening act. Remember that lyric, Clay, down in the city, just the hoople and me? Oh, yeah, yeah, and, uh, uh, oh, oh, gosh, I forgot what I was going to say. Keep talking, Todd, I'll remember. Well, <laughs> speaking of Queen, the New York Times noted in its review of the Mott show that Queen, another British band, opened the bill. This was its first New York performance as part of its first United States tour, and the group made a mixed impression. It was enjoyable enough to listen to, 
particularly Brian May's virtuosic guitar playing, mm. but Freddie Mercury, the lead singer, is addicted to toothy, unconvincing posturing, and the other three members just stand about limply, unable to provide <laughs> much visual relief. <laughs> you know what I, uh, reminded me of, Todd, was I think it was Mick Jones from The Clash. Didn't he use to roadie for Mount the Hoople? Yeah, you know, I think um, he, he was also... Uh, he was one of the core members of their fan club. Right, he would follow them around the from sea, gig the to sea gig. divers. Chris Needs, who uh, went on to become a rock journalist, was actually the president of that fan club. Well, we better play this sucker, Todd. I love when you call in live. I hope you'll do this more because I love talking music with you. You're, you're such a great Thank guy. Thank you, Clay. Let's go to the golden age of rock and roll, shall we? Let's do it, man. Take care. You too, buddy. There goes Toddophonic Todd. Nice to talk to him on the phone. Mata Hoople coming to the beacon. So exciting. This is uh, from the album The Hoople by Mata, the golden age of rock and roll on Wake and Bake. Tadaphonic Tod's pick of the week. The golden age of rock and roll. Listening to the Wake and Bake Morning Show podcast. Did you enjoy it? Yes. Good. It's a weekly digest of the special features and moments which make up the Wake and Bake Morning Show. Woo! After all, you wouldn't want to miss special moments like this. Ah, you're in a good mood today, aren't you? (laughs) The Wake and Bake Morning Show. Set your alarm and join us each Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. on WFMU.org. A little too early for you? Catch the archive show, which you can find easily on WFMU's homepage each day. I'm Clay Pigeon. They call me the Pigeon. Join me each morning for the full show, either on the radio or online at WFMU.org. And keep glistening.